Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here's your hosts, Craig, Paula, and Mark, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey folks, and hey, how's it going? It's Craig here from Tiki Central Canada. I'll be your bartender, mixologist, and hopefully information for the hour. We'll see how it goes. And yes, we are live from Paula's house. We finally made the journey to Canada and figured out, hey, why not show up here and knock on the door and say, hey, we're here to record. And Paula was like, wow, you guys are here just for me? No, we're here for the show. Anyways, yes. Uh, yes, we're at Paula's house, of course. Paula, my co-host, is here. How are we doing, Paula? I'm great. How are you guys? Good, good, good. And of course, we were here this weekend because Paula had Gia's first birthday Yay. celebration. Wasn't it great? It was awesome. There was lots of cake, balloons. Um, of course, what was the two pieces of food that we had in the island there? Oh, okay. So I, I brought out some Brazilian finger foods. Yes. One was the coxinha, which mm-hmm. is um, the chicken... It's like a little cone type thing, mm-hmm. deep fried. Nice that you guys loved. And the I other one it. is the cheese balls, not to be mixed up with cheese bread. Mm-hmm. The bonge queijo. Uh-huh. This one is cheese balls, which is bolinha de queijo. Mm-hmm. Um, that is also deep fried. Very, very common Brazilian finger food. <sighs> you two seem to like it, maybe because you didn't we ever didn't leave the side of yeah, the. We didn't move the island. Yeah. We didn't move from the island. <laughs> Craig was uh, like guarding it like a mother bear. <laughs> I, people would come near the stuff and he'd. I give him a look. No, no, I didn't growl. I, I just, I just give him a look. Like he you think I take that right? He thinks he doesn't growl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard there was someone saying that that those were absolutely awful. Was yeah. that you? No, God, trying no. to trying to God, steer no. the people yeah, away from steer them. Away from, yeah. <laughs> These are terrible. They're way overdone. You don't want them. Yeah, you. Nope, nope, you. nope. But yeah. I'll keep on popping into my mouth. As they're rancid. That's right. They're rancid. Although I love that Dino actually had rum. He said Florida Canada seven year, and Justin was tickled pink to to point that out to me when I came in the door. By the way. Uh, that you know, hey Craig, make a cocktail. I got some Florida Canada there if you want. So I was like very surprised by that. Uh, so am yeah. I. I'm very surprised <laughs> right now. There's that alcohol. You're telling me that. alcohol at my kids. I had party. no <laughs> idea we were serving alcohol. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. But good to know. Did there you, you make it? Did you make a cocktail? Oh, I just just you know rum and rum and ginger ale. That's all I did because I was driving, so I had one drink. That's oh, okay, cool. It. And Mark, yeah, Mark was driving. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Mark was just drinking water the entire time I was here. This is uh, it was. Yes, a, I'm a responsible guy. Yes, he yeah, is. Yeah, I know, but it was just so unique to see you in such a, a, a weird state of mind. Daytime driving, water's good. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, Mark was our other person who's there, and of course our co-host, he's our tiki expert. And how was Mark today? Obviously, it was lots of water, waterlogged? Or, yeah, well, uh, yeah, we're doing good. It's, uh, it's getting a bit chilly out there, so you got the extra coat on. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. I had frost in my car this morning. I'm like, oh, yeah. this sucks. I know. Like, if this was like six, eight months ago, it would seem like it was so warm. But right now, we're... We're wusses, and uh, we have to just get climatized, and it'll be fine. That's right. I had to break out my London fog jacket. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Isn't today supposed to be the first day that we reach the minuses already? Uh, tonight, we will. Tonight, we'll reach below zero level, below freezing. A few Canadian, sorry, Americans down there, if you know what that means. Oh, please. Below the Americans zero. know what that means. No, to them, if you go lower than that, then we don't. Well, no, but I'm just saying is that for them, freezing water is 32. So we're oh. zero degrees Celsius. They're 32 Fahrenheit. I forgot that they yeah. have the Fahrenheit crap, that's like right. the miles so like, well, crap and the doing? feet. They're even below zero. My God, that must be freezing. Because below zero in Fahrenheit, can you imagine that? That's probably like negative 40 Frost Celsius. No, yeah. that really isn't yeah, what it is. That's okay. not what it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the minus forties are the same. Yeah, yeah they, they, they start getting close. I don't know how that phenomenon happens, but I know, it's true. <laughs> they start getting really close when it goes to it's minus. So true. They get closer together. It's yeah, I understand that process. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that when they get to zero, it doesn't mean that we're 
we're at minus 40 by yeah, 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 exactly. It's yes. almost the same then. Exactly, yes. So, yes, obviously, I uh, hope everyone's staying safe and staying, uh, you know, doing what they got to do because we're almost out of the, we're almost, almost out of the, it's funny because we're actually in the woods. We're almost out of the woods with, yeah. with COVID. You can see the woods from here, though. You can see the woods. You know, yes. I can see the, the, the leaves are like nice colors here. And everything. Pretty soon yes. it will be just wood. Yeah, it's yeah. wood. Nothing else on it. Okay, so I have to ask the question. So when they say that we don't have to wear masks anymore, how secure or how comfortable are you guys going to feel in public? I'll feel fine. You'll feel fine, Paula. Yeah. Okay, Mark, yeah. what do you, what's your, your consensus on this? It depends where I am. Okay. I agree, actually. Yeah. I agree. But I, I'm pretty, because here's the thing. Yeah. I still am having a hard time remembering that I have to put it on. So I feel that when, I, no, seriously, <laughs> two, like two I am later. that much of a moron that yeah. I still am, am trying to like all the time. I'm like, oh, crap, I'm forgetting the mask again. Like, I do know that I will be wearing one on an airplane for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, but here's the thing. So when, when you went to the movies, yeah. Did first of all, there was no social distancing at all in the movies. No, it wasn't. Which, it used to be for one of my first. So yeah, did, did you see your story? And I'll say mine. Go ahead. Okay, because when when we went for the first time this year to see Bond, yeah, there was zero social distancing. So there was a guy right beside me with mm-hmm. his whole family and all. Yeah, and they took the mask off for pap for popcorn, and they never put it back on. Yep. And I did look, you know, I did a quick browse on the cinema and. No one was masked almost, just Justin and I. Yeah. So I'm here thinking, you know, that that's a situation (laughs) where I deliberately had my mask on on purpose, right? Because I was like, why is everyone all close together and why is no one masked? Yeah. Yeah. People didn't remember to put the mask back on after the pop. Well, because I think it's because when the restaurant, as soon as you sit down in a restaurant, you can take your mask off. Yeah. So they're probably thinking the same process. But that's a ridiculous thing thought if know, you're thinking that because you're sitting to watch a movie you're not eating like when your popcorn's done yeah. you put the mask back on i guess not and every time i had a sip i would pull the mask back down but i yeah. agree with you yeah it's just because of the condition from all the restaurants and stuff yeah so here's here's the flip side of the coin this is something that is so weird because i seen movies uh during covid so yes we had the social distancing and you could like you know you didn't have to wear the mask when you sit down you had to wear the mask when yeah whatever so anyways uh, i've seen probably nine movies when movies started coming back out from COVID. And I have to say, this is a plus of COVID that I loved. And now I hate it um, because you'd be like, you have your seat. And then beside you, there'd be two seats that are empty. I would love that. Okay. So I got so used to that. Okay. So we go to James Bond, me and, and Jacob go see James Bond. And of course the restrictions are gone now. So I go and put my jacket on the chair beside me. Like I always do since COVID. And all of a sudden, people come along and they're like, oh, "Excuse me, sir, I believe that's our seat that your your jacket's on. Um, why is it there?" Yeah. And I just clued in, I'm like, "Oh, right, it's full capacity now." Yeah. Oh crap! And I hated it because it's like, yeah, when it's not full capacity, and you're doing the the t- your seat, and there's two seats beside you are empty. You can put your arm out. You yeah. Can put your jacket on that chair. See, if I were buying the seats know, the and pop- I saw that there were. People beside me, I, I just wouldn't buy the seat right there. Yeah, but it was a full capacity cinema. Oh my god, every seat was, was full. Taken. <gasps> yeah, no. This is James Bond. So no. yeah, so basically it's like I felt crammed in all the, yeah. the first time in like ten, two years. Like, I felt really bothered oh god, that there was a guy is, sitting is, beside I me. I hate too. this. And these are recliners. These are the ones where like you can recline them. Yeah. So I just like I like spreading out and like you know like I finished my popcorn during COVID I could put it on my chair beside me yeah you know what I mean like I didn't have to have it on my lap it was such it was that was a plus of COVID for me I really felt uncomfortable with someone yeah, sitting right beside just me awkward I felt jammed in again I'm like oh no 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 there was only twelve people in the theater when I went that's nice because you that's probably nice. went like what the matinee. Yeah, matinee. two <laughs> weeks <did>. later <laughs> yeah so so did you like it yeah. Now that we can talk about it, yeah, we can talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I like it. To be it was a nice way true. to wrap up the series. Yeah, nice way to wrap up, uh, like the whole Daniel Daniel Craig. Craig. the Daniel Craig. Yeah, should we give a spoiler? No, okay, no, okay, no, no. No. because people take a while, they won't watch it till it goes on cable or wherever. So. Oh man, but that's their fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fellas. No, yeah. I guess no, no spoiler for that one. Yeah, I did want to talk about that, but we won't talk about it now, I guess. Well, no, the, the, you did. We did have the drink, though. Yes, we did. Oh, yes, yeah, so we had the Casino Royale, my version. What would you, do you take on it, Mark? I liked it. It was very refreshing. 
It was tangy. Yes. It was like um, tang. Like, I guess, was that the pop I'm thinking about from the back in the 70s? Fresca? Fresca. A fresca. That's what it was. Yeah. See, I, I feel bad. I didn't love it. No, it's okay. Yeah, but, I didn't make, yeah, but you didn't have any pineapple juice. See, if I made it with pineapple juice, it probably would have been different. No, but I, I love orange juice, too. That's... Yeah, but I'm, I'm not a fan of orange juice in a cocktail. Like, it's just, I don't know why. It just, eh. So, wait. So, that's not the original version of yours, either? It's with pineapple? No, the original version has an orange juice in it. But what it is, it's, instead of champagne, I did vanilla bean soda. And instead of gin, I did rum. Okay. So, I did mix it up a bit. So, what are you calling this new drink that you changed completely? I'm thinking full deck. Full deck. Like, like you're not playing with a full deck. Like Mark doesn't play with a full deck. I don't. <laughs> I don't even. Especially after that drink. Yeah. I'm a, I don't even play on a full deck. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you should have called it, uh, like we said, Casino Lackley Me. <laughs> yeah, because it's not that great. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was there actually. She's here all week, folks. She's here all week. Try the wheel. I was just there. That that felt weird. Oh, Did you know. know that you can't play um, roulette anymore yourself? Because you're touching the dice. You have to ask oh, no. the dealer to no. put everything for you. You no can't touch your way. chips. You can't. So touch, you just say twenty three red. We literally, yeah. But imagine how long that takes. Because every person's trying to do the every best. single yeah. person wants to do their That's best terrible. and be like, oh, one more there. Oh, one more there. Ooh, now I want five chips here. Like it took forever just to do one game. So we didn't uh, play at all. So it's like getting behind the coupon lady at the dr- at the grocery store. I don't oh, know. God, yeah, I hate probably. The coupon lady. I hate the coupon lady. Yeah. So we literally just didn't play roulette. We went to you know try our luck at twenty one or ah, blackjack. Actually, blackjack. sorry. Yeah, yeah, blackjack. Yeah. But isn't it amazing? Like even the 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 digital one. Yeah. Right, because they have the, the mm-hmm. digital tables. Yeah, even those you yeah. have to ask the lady to to put so, everything in for you. You don't touch it anymore. So blackjack, I have to ask the question: Do you actually still be able to touch the cards? Yes. So they get also get rid of the cards. What? Well, afterwards, because they have no. to sanitize them, right? I d- I don't know what they did. Because I mean, you can't like touch the cards and then they keep on playing. No, no, them. no! You don't touch the cards in blackjack. Well, yeah, no, but she people, she gives you two different cards. I know, but some people actually touch the cards. Oh, like I don't know. Hands. I didn't touch my yeah, cards, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I, you do touch your chips. Yeah. Right? Uh, Those yeah, you, yeah. you still touch. Yeah. But there's like epiglass. Yeah. Yeah. Plexiglass. Plexiglass. plexiglass right. Yeah. Right. Between every single one. So I can't hear what Justin says. I can't hear what the, yeah, the dealer saying. You, it's so up? hard. Can you yeah. Up? I was all the time like crooked and trying to hear and not being able so not, to it, was, it wasn't a fun experience well it uh, took away from it for sure right yeah it's very different yeah i'm, I'm not gonna lie it's no for weird sure. the the roulette yeah. for us was absurd yeah but like might as well not even open it back up the way yeah, it is they, right they gotta, now they gotta make money that's why yeah yeah i yeah. understand but it's such a feeling thing, roulette, right? Like, yeah. I don't know how many chips I want to put on seven right now. Yeah. I'm no, just going to, sure. you know, grab as much as I feel at the time and just place it down. <laughs> if you just... have to say that to the lady every single oh, now I think eight. Mm. Okay, no, no. Put two more. Two more. That that you know stack the, doesn't look as big. You know what that reminds me of? You ever go to the pump and you have to prepay? And you're like, okay, well, I don't know how much gas I'm going to get. What exactly. Exactly that. You know what I mean? Like, well, Especially should, should when, you rent, car, when you rent the car and you have no clue how much fills the tank. Exactly. That's like, the I have worst. no clue what the hell should I put on here. Or when you drive to the States yeah. and you're like, I don't know how many dollars like with gallons, gallons <laughs> will fill my car. Yeah, exactly. Every time I do it wrong. Yeah. Because the, the zip code doesn't get in. Doesn't. Yeah. You have to put the zip code for USA uh, yeah, yeah. in the gas station. And yeah. I, it, the K2W doesn't go in there. <laughs> oh, no. So no, the I'm never code, able. The postal code doesn't go in the zip code. Yes. I'm okay, never. Yeah, yeah. Apparently 00100. Yeah. Someone has told me that and I yeah. never make it work. Okay. Never. I've, I've tried zero, all the zero, zero ones one combination. Zero, zero. Yeah. I've never it's gonna made be, it work. It's going to be a binary thing. 
All right. On that note, let's yeah. go on to the show, shall we? What are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about one of my favorite events of the year. Ah. Okay. Ah. One, there's this, there's this couple, but this is definitely one of them for sure in the top five. Uh, Day of the Dead. Yeah, you love that one uh, and the Talk Like a Pirate Day. Talk Like a Pirate. I know, they're in the fall. See, this is one of the reasons why I love the fall. These really cool holidays that come up. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, we're going to do some cool, frightening cocktails. We're not doing any Halloween cocktails. If anyone knows me, by the way, I've mentioned it, I'm sure on the show before, I don't do any holiday cocktails. I don't do Christmas cocktails. I don't do Halloween cocktails. I don't do Easter hot cocktails. Okay, so you don't do any Canadian holiday cocktails because <laughs> this is a Mexican <laughs> holiday. Yeah, yeah, so I do a Mexican holiday cocktail. There you go. Yeah. Huh. Look at him trying to lie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, she caught me in the, in yeah, the lie. Here we, we go. Catch you. Yeah, caught me right in the lie. So then, Craig, yeah. this is your favorite holiday. I wouldn't say my favorite, but it's no. top, top three. Okay. Top three. So tell everybody, what is Day of the Dead? Okay, so for Day of the Dead, what it is, and it's not, but yeah, we'll, we'll go through it later on. Uh, Day of the Dead is a Mexican event that lasts three days, and then what they do is they celebrate the deceased with food, music, and offerings. So, you know how we talk about, uh, in our North American culture, the deceased, we're very much about mourning and remembering memories, and it's usually a pretty sad and down kind of play, right? Like, we, you know, you're you're kind of mourning the person, you're trying to remember the person, and you know they've gone on to a better place or whatever, right? depending, on, depending on your religion. In Mexico, okay, during Day of the Dead, they actually celebrate the deceased, and they actually have a party, and it's almost like they're, they're, the deceased are joining the party. So that's what Day of the Dead is. So it's a very cool holiday. So it's not like Halloween or Independence Day in Mexico? Right, so it's neither one of those, because that's always the, the myth everyone has. They always think Day of the Dead is either like Mexican Hall or Halloween, which is not. It's close. I mean, there are some things we'll talk about in the, in the, in the, down, further down in the show here about this. But it definitely is not the Independence Day either. It's, it's a complete different holiday altogether. Cool. Yes. So what drink are we talking about? Okay, so we're going to do two drinks today. We're going to do one from the Shameful Tiki Room in Vancouver. And we're going to do one with Mezcal, because obviously we're talking about Mexico. So, of course, one of my favorite spirits from Mexico is Mezcal. Cool. Yes. So, so we're going to do that. What's the first drink? Okay. So, the first drink is called hmm, Day of the Dead. That's the one with the Mezcal. <laughs> no, it's not the one with Mezcal. <laughs> but go figure. Hey, I mean, like the title. Day of the Dead. The is, it a, is it a very booze-forward drink? Because then you're dead That's after it. you, you know, drink it? It's like, it's like the zombie. Remember the, uh, the Dawn of the Beachcomber zombie, right? You drink that, and basically you're supposed to be like a zombie. Yeah. So it's the same thing as Day of the Dead. Drink one of these booze-forward cocktails. You may as well join the Day of the Dead. Yeah, it is uh, the day of your death. <laughs> day of my death. There you go. So let's, let's go through the recipe. And yes, this one is very lengthy. So um, just go on the website for the recipe and try instead of writing it down, because this is a lot. Uh, a one ounce of Jamaican rum. So that's the Appleton rum that I've used for that. Uh, three quarters of an aged rum. Uh, Florida Canna is a good one for that. But any aged rum will work. Three quarters of an ounce of 151 rum. Now, of course, we know Mark. Mark will have lemon heart for this. Right, Mark? I have a stock pile of lemon heart. So yes, I know. I just... How many bottles of lemon heart do you have? Six. God. I mean, did you came back on one trip from that? Like with that or just... No, it, it's a long just story. Just building long. Okay, it, it was um, the show's only an hour long. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Sean's only. Yeah, <laughs> show's only an hour long, and uh, it's my only rum story, so I don't want to waste it here. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll save that. We'll save that nook for another time. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, it would probably be either I do have Gosling one fifty one, but that's a dark rum. I do have my Bacardi one fifty one, but I do not want to crack it because um, Mark thinks you know I'm going to be cleaning something with it. But no, actually, because Bacardi one fifty one is not made anymore. And so, therefore, it's actually gold. It's worth a lot. So, I'm going to keep that as is. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, they banned it from international flights, so. Because <laughs> it's flammable. That's yeah. Right. It's combustible. Basically, it's a bomb. Just don't say the word bomb on a plane. All right. Uh, one ounce of pineapple juice, a quarter ounce of lime juice, a quarter ounce of lemon juice. Now, I'm not a big, huge person on lemon juice. So, what I would do is take those two quarters and make it just into a half ounce of lime juice. Uh, half ounce of orange, orange juice, a quarter ounce of allspice dram. Now, that's the one that you brought back for me, Paula. From yeah. The States. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Thank you. I always have to thank you for that. That's okay. I, yes. I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure the people at the board are going, man, this girl's got a lot of booze. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> one dash of bitters, three quarters of an ounce of cream to cocoa. Sorry, coconut. Uh, that's one of your favorites. And six drops of Pernod. 
and then topped off with clubs. I mean, this just goes on and on and on. And then topped off with club soda. It's just a big recipe. Well, it's almost uh, zombie-like. It is, because the zombie's got about, what, like probably yeah. eight ingredients in it? It's, yeah. it's the well, same thing. Twelve, actually. <laughs> Somebody knows. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's Halloween. Yeah. Uh, so with this one here, do you shake it? Do you stir it? What, what goes on with this one? All right. So what we're going to do is we shake all the ingredients except for the club soda, of course, uh, in a shaker with crushed ice. You're going to pour that into a hurricane glass or a tiki vessel and then top off with club soda. So I'm sure everyone's going, well, what exactly is a tiki vessel? Mark, would you care to explain to our listeners what a tiki vessel is? Most tiki mugs don't hold enough stuff. So you need something bigger, whether it's a single bowl or a larger mug. Okay, so basically just a big old mug. Yeah, or, big, big or, mug or, or, big, or hurricane glass. Hurricane glass or a very small scorpion bowl or something like that, yeah. right? Okay, cool. Yeah, so that, because, I mean, there's a lot there. There's, there's a lot there. And this is beef board, by the way, folks, just so you know. You can, yeah, this would make a lovely little, one of those single or double bowls there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I'd have to share this. This is a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> really? But I mean, it, I mean, a lot of layers to it, though. It's, it's got some yeah. sweetness, some, some some tartness into it. It's got allspice. It's got some bitters. It's got some cream of coconut. I mean, it's got a lot. It's got a lot, for sure. We'll have to make this sometime, for sure, right, real quick, soon. Where did you get this recipe from? Okay, so, Mark, actually, Mark wants to explain the story to this. Uh, Mark gave me the suggestion. It's in the called Minimalist. Is that right how I said that? Minimalist? Minimalist. Minimalist Tiki by Matt Petrick and Carrie Smith. Now, Mark actually brought this book over to me last year. I've got about 40 Tiki books in my library. And uh, so you want to explain how I got a free copy of this book? Well, what happened was the, the shipping from the U.S. to Canada is astronomical. <laughs> Tell me about it. Oh, my and God. And so it cost the same to ship two books <laughs> as it did one essentially getting one of the books free that is totally hilarious that is hilarious that you got a free book because the shipping was just so freaking expensive uh however the good news is we mentioned the shameful tiki uh in vancouver the gentleman opened that up rod moore he has a online bartending store yes and he now stocks the minimalist ah, tiki okay so you can now at least get it from canada where the shipping won't be Astronomical. Um, yeah, astronomical is the word. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking of, astronomical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for all you Canadians out there, you can get this book. There yeah. we go. And we'll put that in a cool link for you guys. I think it's already there, but if it's not, I'll definitely add it for sure. Yeah. There we go. So what's the second drink? Okay. So this is actually, gonna, I'm going to butcher this, I know, and Paul's going to help me with this. <laughs> Ali Brief Hay. Ali Brief Hay. Ali Brief Hay. Ali Brief Hay. Yeah, put the in there. Yes, alebrije. Alebrije. Perfect. There we go. Good um, job. Yeah, yeah. So actually, there's a story behind it. This is why, one of the reasons why I picked this cocktail in particular. There's a story behind it. And what would the story be then? Yeah. Okay, so the drink represents a Mexican folk art as vibrant, fantastical creatures that often resemble dragons, lizards, and other mystical creatures. Okay, so in the animated Disney film Day of the Dead, uh, Coco, that's the name of the movie, by the way, Coco. There's two spirits, okay, that actually help the ancestors to their journey. So, in my research, what it is, is that when you die in Mexico, there's nine levels to get to the very end of your journey when you die. So, when you die from here, you're on level one. You have to go nine levels to get to the very final end of your journey. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I know. So, this, these creatures actually are spiritual guides to help you get to the next level or to the final end of your journey. And in the movie, Coco actually is represented by something that's kind of a clash of a dog and a cat. And it's a flying jaguar. A yeah. flying, flying jaguar. Even, <laughs> see, even English I have a hard time with. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, a beautiful, vibrant, flying jaguar. So in the movie, when you're watching it, okay, there's a flying jaguar. That's actually a mystical spirit that's actually guiding the dead to the next level. I did not know that. Because you know, like in our lives in North America, when you die, you go to heaven. There's one level. That's it. You go to heaven or hell. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, some, some of us do go to hell, uh, unfortunately. I think I've got the VIP seats there, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm in front row. <laughs> um, I'm not that bad. But anyways, um, in Mexico, in Mexican culture or Spanish culture, it's nine levels to get to the very end. Mm. So that's part of the Day of the Dead celebration is that they're helping them get to the next journey. 
So that's what this that that's this was the name this was the name of the cocktail came from. So I thought it was very interesting that the name of the cocktail is also this mystical story that's part of Day of the Dead. Yeah, so that is cool. It is very cool. Yeah. So what's in the Day of the Dead drink? Okay, this could be actually no, this is not the Day of the Dead drink. This is a the Alebrijes. Thank you. <laughs> so what's in Alebrijes the drink? Okay, I think this could be a Paula drink. We're gonna find out. <gasps> We could, yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. Okay, so <laughs> it is uh, one and a half ounces of mezcal. Um, you know, I mean, that's any mezcal you want, basically, that's your favorite or one you would try. Uh, one ounce of pineapple juice. That's one of the reasons why I think that she's gonna like this. One ounce of pineapple juice, half an ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of passion fruit syrup. Now you can get that at any specialty coffee shop if you want to. Uh, I use Monin's. That's the one I use. Splash of grenadine. So again, there's another thing that she likes, and a splash of carousel. One blue carousel, by the way. Hmm. You're, what do you, you know how you always, when we talk about recipes, it was like, well, Craig, can you just use blue carousel instead? Yeah, this one. Well, you there have. you go. This one, you can actually use blue carousel because that's exactly what it does. Now, if you look at the colors, okay, when you look at this, it's red, white, and blue. When we put it together, and we'll talk about putting it together here, but it's, yeah, it's red, white, and blue. So, putting it together, do you shake it? Do you stir it? Ah, so what you're going to do is you're going to take the mezcal, the pineapple juice, the lemon juice, and the passion fruit, you can put that into a shaker, shake that with ice, and what you're going to do is in the glass, before you pour that in there, you're going to put in some grenadine at the bottom of the glass, then some crushed ice, and then pour the contents of the shaker into that, and then top it off with some blue carousel on the top, float along the top. It's going to be really nice looking. I, I, I saw the, the making of this in the, you know, in the video, and oh my god, it looks so amazing. So yes, I'm definitely making this for you, Paula. We're going to try it out and see what you think. Nice. Yes. So there's two cocktails for you guys for Day of the Dead. By the way, we do have other recipes, by the way, from the past Day of the Dead recipes. So go check those out. Hey, let's go on to Mark's Adventures. Ooh. We haven't done this in no. a while. No, it's been oh a while. God. I have a question, though, Mark. Yeah. Because, sure, you still have like 400 adventures on your <laughs> on your <laughs> little booklet to, to tell us. But are you already planning new adventures? All the time. The event, of course, a year and a half to plan. And then it's just like, oh, my God, can we actually get there? When can we get there? And that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so San Francisco is still big on the list. Yeah. Uh, and Hawaii is still big on the list. Ooh. So those are your first top destinations, you think? Hopefully. Yes. Nice. Nice. I'm jealous. When I'm do so you jealous. think? Well, we are probably going to be looking at this Christmas, probably spring, fall. Next so like, year. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, that that's a big buffer already. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like stuff is starting to, you know, calm down now, right? So yeah. by then it should be well, all well, normal. It's just like me with the movie theater, right? Yeah. I'm going to wait for everybody to pack Go. it in for yeah. the first two weeks. And yeah. then after about two weeks, there's all kinds of room to spread out in the movie theater. That's true. Yeah. By next summer, people might have gotten this a bit out of their system. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Right. And uh, we might have more chance of getting you know, where we want to go easier. That's smart. That's smart. There you go. That's smart. Yeah, because Craig was just mentioning that that the... Well, we want to go to Cuba and the prices anywhere in the Caribbean right now is outstanding. It's like insane. It's like three grand plus for 10 days. Everywhere we looked. That's shocking. Usually it's it's pretty cheap to go to the Caribbean, right? So we're going to, we're looking at Cuba. That's, but I want to go to Havana. So I'm all good. I want to I've to never been to Cuba. I want to go to Havana. I want to go to Havana. I'll put yeah. you in my suitcase there, Mark. Okay. Here you go. Havana, <laughs> nana. I'm yeah, going to nana. carry his... Yes, I'm here to carry the bag, sir. That's it. Now, unfortunately, you got to pay for the overweight part of the, yeah. uh, the trip. <laughs> <laughs> so this bag weighs way over 50 kilograms. Are right. you Are you trying to say something to Mark here? Yeah, it's I'm, just saying. Saying. I'm worth more than $75. It's worth it. <laughs> are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, because if you ask me, sir, is there a dead body? No, no, no. No, it's not. no he's alive. He's, he's alive. Still. Yeah. yeah. I gave him some air. You know, I opened up the zipper a little bit. Yeah, so there you go. I, mean, I, fed, I fed him before we put him in the suitcase. So he's he's okay. Yeah, what do you call those things? The security animals, whatever. Yeah, the dogs. Yeah, I'll be your sir. I'll be your uh, your security. Oh, bartender. Yeah. yeah, don't you mean now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, your, dogs. The, um, your your support dogs. Support dogs. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Mark I'll, is my support I'll, alcoholic. Uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> he, he has to go to the back. Yeah, yeah, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I'll even have paperwork. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's my papers. Here's my papers. That would be so cute, guys. You yeah. should do it. Be awesome. Yeah, I totally. Love it. I love it. I think so would do it. All right. So, obviously, Mark's Adventures. We're yeah. going to be talking about a particular bar. What bar are we talking about today? Mark? We are talking about the Ventiki Lounge and Lanai. Ah. Ventiki. It makes me think of ventriloquist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what it does there's, yeah there's no dummies there <laughs> Ooh. oh that was a good one craig i pulled right out of my hat <laughs> although i'm not wearing one but anyway yeah 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 okay so tell us more about this bar obviously uh it's located in the town of venture california oh so that's why pen tiki yeah Ventura. yeah and uh venture is or its full name is actually San Buena Ventura. Uh huh. It's a very small town located on the Pacific coast, about an hour and a half an hours north of Los Angeles. You know what oh. Buena Ventura means? Nice view. No adventure, like oh, nice. Yeah, nice adventure. Yeah, type thing. Oh, there you go. There you go. You know, what, funny thing he said, Ventura. All I could think of was Jesse Ventura. Oh, the wrestler. Who? See that? Oh, no. See, <laughs> see, different ages. I remember. When I hear Ventura. I think of Ventura Highway. The song. Oh. Right there, you go. Don't take the Ventura Highway. It's packed. It comes out of Los Angeles. It takes you twice as long to get there. It's a little town about hundred thousand people. Yeah, and take the Pacific Coast Highway, Highway One. It uh, takes a little bit longer than theoretically it does the other way. But the views are great. We stopped and watched a surfing competition. Just nice little towns to stop along the way, and uh, it's fabulous. Yeah, the one is usually pretty awesome yeah. to drive on. I haven't done it yet, so I don't know. Ooh. You know, it's so funny because you know, like, funny because you talk about like a, you know pretty and whatever. It's funny because when the Americans come up here to Ottawa through the 401 through Toronto, obviously down from Toronto to Ottawa, it was called the Highway 401, which is a major highway here yeah. in Ontario. They always say, "Craig, it's so boring. It's just trees and trees and exits, and that's all it is." Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's scenic. <laughs> yeah, very scenic. You know that that was the the trip that Justin and I had planned, like for weeks after the the corona hit yeah. we were going to drive down the 401 well yeah no no the one oh the one yeah. okay yeah. california oh, yeah. Okay. yeah yeah we were going to drive down from la yeah well you can't go all the way you can only go most of the way then there's this naval air force base yeah so you have to go up. because we were going we were going to do the um, the roller coaster parks oh yeah so there were a couple that we were going to um yeah now i don't remember right. the name well I think the Six Flags is up. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, something like Farm. There's one that's something, something Farm. Yeah. Anyhow, we yeah. were going well, to Well, we do... did that. That's what we did. We drove down to San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. That's excellent. Fun. Nice. Nice drive. It is a nice drive. Yeah. So this is going north instead. Yeah. Ah, Towards San go. Fran. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Right. No, so I noticed like, when you, you do these travels and we talk about Mark's Adventures, you're always staying really close to the bar. So was this the same situation this time? Yeah, there was this great little uh, mid-century Best Western motel there. So you feel like you're right there. I mean, it's like a little tiny town. Nothing has changed. They still have less of the mission style, which is the Spanish style houses. They have the craftsman style, which is, uh, you know, the gable ends and all that kind of stuff there. So it was great little architecture. I was only two blocks away, thankfully downhill from the Ventura. <laughs> and uh, park along the way. How far is it from L.A.? About an hour and a half. Oh, okay. On a good day. Yeah. I, yeah. 16 hours on a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> Three days. Oh, driving there. Yeah. Well, you probably know. And uh, yeah, so it's, uh, the place is great. It's right beside one of the top taco places in America called Spencer McKenzie, which is apparently the name of the two kids of the people that run the place. I found that out. I always thought it was somebody's name. And um, fabulous location. Nice. And um, it's, it's a, a lounge there? The lounge and lanai. What's a lanai? Lanai is a porch. Oh, really? Uh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They do that in Hawaii or Florida. They call them lanais as opposed to screened-in porches or whatever. Oh. Or a covered porch. They call them lanais. Oh, cool. Now, is that the same thing as like we talked about, we talked about before? I mean, you kind of off my care about in Florida, right? Like you, we have a pool. You have a covered, covered a caged, right? Yeah. Because uh, of the alligators and, and the mosquitoes, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, exactly. even when they're doing these real estate shows in Hawaii, they'll call the balcony the lanai. Oh, okay. All right. So it's just a place to sit outdoors. Did not know that. 
Yeah, so the uh, lanai is actually hold, the outdoor patio holds more people than the smaller, darker, very tiki-fied interior. Ah, okay. It was opened in uh, 2013. Yeah. Great, great attention to detail inside and outside, but mostly inside. Uh, great attention to the food, great attention to the drinks, especially the drinks. Yeah, <laughs> as usual, yeah. Yeah, the logo and a lot of the decor was uh, designed by a local uh, artist by the name of Tiki Tony. And Tiki Tony has some really cool art. It's, uh, it's, it's comical, but not at the same time. He does some really great stuff. Uh, there's even a gift shop. That's where I got this hoodie that I'm wearing. It's got a Tiki Tony uh, design on the back. Actually, it's their logo. So it's Tiki guy. It's pretty cool. Now, I've noticed actually that you normally wear like Tiki shirts and stuff like this, and you're wearing a hoodie. But is this the only hoodie you've got that's Tiki? Yeah, because most places don't have hoodies because it's stinking hot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where we were. That's right. We're in Canada. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I think that they should rethink that because if you stop and think about it, most tourists that are going to these tiki bars that are in hot places do not live in hot places. Yeah. So they really should rethink their hoodie policies and make more hoodies. Yeah, they should. Because the people are going to bring it back and, and do the, the advertising for them. Yeah. I remember one year we were in Disney World. And Walt Disney World, not save the whole thing. And uh, it got really chilly, chilly, not freezing, but chilly. And you could not find a sweater to save your soul there. That's what I mean. Like, you know, like yeah. as tourists, yeah, we, we find that chilly. So, and yeah, we should have hoodies. <laughs> I remember when we were in Key West, once, it got chilly, like 10 degrees or whatever. And the poor people down there, they were just dying because <laughs> they're not used to it. Yeah. Right. So like that is cold. They and have the heaters going, can you going. believe that people die from cold in Brazil? I can believe that. Yeah. Like the homeless, when winter comes, even though we don't get anywhere close to zero, they still die from cold. Yeah, I can believe that. Shocking, isn't it? Yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow. Is the food good there? The food is fabulous. The uh, thing called the, they call this the punk rock kitchen. And they have everything from snacks right up to uh, full meals. But it's so fresh because their area is an agricultural country. That's where a lot of the stuff we eat here is grown. Ah. Right. So all the ingredients tend to be fresh. The seafood is right there. You can see the ocean from there. And uh, so uh, the tacos are to die for because it's one of these places. It's the tacos better be good or else nobody's going to buy them. Because is that the vegetarian taco? It's all of them. The seafood. Uh, I normally have more than one taco. No, the, the vegetarian fish taco. No, no, I didn't have the vegetarian <laughs> fish taco. <laughs> Where was that? I don't know. I was just sur surfing. I was trying to find, remember the name of uh, Spencer McKenzie. So I looked up best fish taco, and the third one down was vegetarian fish taco. Fish taco. How is okay. that even possible? I was to say, how is that even possible? Yeah, it's okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll let them sell it. And people <laughs> Some vegetarians are going to be pretty mad. Be like, oh, there's fish in this thing. What the yeah, hell? There's fish in my vegetarian fish. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the food there is great. You can't go wrong with any of the stuff we have. Awesome. And of course, you know, we always have to talk about drinks yes the drinks so we were there for, or we're, what you remember of them yeah i know because we we're there two nights and two long nights and uh first night was outside talking with a bunch of locals second night was inside talking with a bunch of locals and um there was not a bad drink in the entire bunch wow. I and it was great yeah. I, I remember the navy grog being really good and I also remember the cobra's fang being really really uh, tasty two classics yeah there two classics go. that were nice. just amazing and I met, I got to meet the owner the, uh, the first night we were there. His name is Dwayne Couch. Nice. And, uh, he and his wife opened the place up and we were chatting about Tiki and all kinds of things. And then his friend, you know, we start, everybody started talking and they're telling us, well, oh, you should order this next. Oh, you should order this next, which is, well, yeah, okay. And, uh, so it was a very much a very Tiki friendly vibe there and very much in evidence everywhere we went within the bar and everybody talking about the area and the Tiki and it was a great place to all around the visit. So I would have no qualms in going back there at all. Nice. So the cool thing is I managed to meet up with Dwayne a year later at this thing called the Hukilau, oh, which we may yeah. talk about one year or yes. one show. I think I, so. I could even be an adventure. Uh, the, it's an annual Tiki get together in Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. And saw Dwayne and the staff were there. And he, uh, he was really nice enough to take time to have a really, really quick interview with me about the Van Tiki. Oh. And, uh, so he talked, we talked a minute. He talked about the cocktail you have to have when you're at the Ventiki. We want to know. Uh, what is it? We want to uh, know. I have to listen to the interview. Oh, which, no. Which will, which will be up at the website. Oh, there you go. Cool. And also the story behind the slogan, 
Ventiki's Tiki saves lives. <gasps> I like that. I nice. like that slogan. Yeah, you can. You could buy glasses with that slogan. I'd on say I'd buy a hoodie with that slogan on it. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> so that'll be up on the website with a few pictures of the menu, which we don't actually have a physical copy of, and uh, pictures of a few drinks and sitting outside and stuff from inside, too. I love that you know you said you spent two long nights there. So basically, I, I take it that you have almost like a rating system. If you go there for one night, it's like, yeah, it was okay, but yeah, let's not go back. But if you do that for two or three nights, you're like, okay, it's worth going back for. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was like, there's all kinds of things to see and do in most of these places because you've never been to them before. But you go back to a place, you know it's good. Yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> all right. So there's some information about the Tiki Bar and Mark's Adventures. Of course, we'll add all that information onto his page. And let's go on to, did you know? I did not, or uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't think I do. All right, let's talk about some Day of the Dead facts. Oh, you know, so this maybe, is what, oh. maybe we do. Oh, okay. Well, we have out. recorded some previous yes. shows. Well, I made sure that these facts have not been how, on How the many shows show. have we done? I think we've done 17 Day of the Dead shows. <laughs> no, <laughs> not that bad. Come on now. <laughs> I think it's up there somewhere. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think, have we done any other holidays? No, just Day of no, the Dead. No, just Day of the Dead. Day yeah. of the Dead. We did talk like a park day. Yeah. <laughs> Three or four or yeah. 17 yeah, times two. Yeah. So, so we may or may not know. <laughs> there we go. We'll find out. All right, we'll find out for you guys. All right, so in my research, what it is is that Mexico was once, obviously, conquered by Spain. Um, so when Spain conquered the Aztec Empire in 16th century in Mexico, the Catholic Church moved all its rituals honors of Day of the Dead and combined it with All Saints Day and All Souls Day for November 1st and 2nd. So before the Spanish came over and took over, the obviously, that area, the, uh, sorry, the Aztec Empire, they had separate things. So David Day was like one thing. Actually, it was in August when I looked at it. It was the ninth month, which is August, uh, is relying on the Aztec calendar. And then then the Catholic the Spanish came over, the Catholic Church melted those together. So then became November 1st and November 2nd. So All Saints Day and All Souls Day, which we have talked about. That's the kind of the similarity between Halloween and Day of the Dead. They both have that kind of All Saints, All Souls Day thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And here's some cool facts. Okay, so what has become known as Dia de los Muertos? Dia de los Muertos. Sure. <laughs> you, in, you invent letters she there. She must yeah. actually grind her teeth when you're not... Yeah, exactly. On November 2nd, the Mexican traditions and symbols to honor the day fused, obviously, with the non-official Catholic practices and notions of the afterlife. The same happened on November 1st to honor the children. So on the children get honored on this is October 31st and November 1st. Oh. Yeah. Now, here's a cool fact. And yes, I'm going to butcher this before I even get there. Celebration pays tribute to Miklantecoti? Miklantecoti? Listen. Okay, that's a really big word. Yeah. That is a big word. This is not even real Spanish. Like, I yes. can't pronounce it either. Yeah, so this would be like an Aztec thing. <laughs> yeah, it's an Aztec it's goddess an Aztec name. Thing. Like, there's a T and an L together in the end. I have yeah, so no that, clue so how you say that. That'd be Coatl, like a, a Quetzalcoatl, which is the snake god. Uh, so Mectecacoatl. We'll go with that. Okay. So what it is is that she is, she is the god, the Aztec god, you're right, who, her role is to watch over the bones of the dead and preside over the ancient festivals of Day of the Dead. She's also known as Lady of the Dead. Since she believed that she was born and then sacrificed as an infant. Oh, mm -hmm. Now, by the way, today's female version of her is now. How do you say that, Paula? La Cavalera Katrina. Katrina. I'm going with Katrina. I'm just going to say Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, by the, uh, it was created by a Mexican printmaker, cartoon illustrator by the name of Jose Guadalupe Posada. There we go. You know what's funny when she 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 says it? I stop and then she says it. It's almost like those tapes, you know, when you're you're, you're doing like the you're learning Spanish English tapes. Yeah, where I say the English word and she says the Spanish word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and anyway, she represents the, obviously today's version of that and of lady, a lady of the dead. So when you see illustrations, there's one make one you see all the time in all the celebrations where she's this skeleton. She's got curly hair. She's got a big hat. Yeah. You know, so that is Katrina. Okay. Yes. So one part of the decorations is the paper cutouts that hang everywhere. Papel picado. Are commonly displayed for both spectacular and religious occasions, such as Easter, Christmas, Day of the Dead, as well as during weddings, 
baptisms and christenings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's like confetti. It's, yeah, but it's paper cutouts. Yeah. Right? Like those snowmen. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like, you know, like, yeah, Christmas time when people make, kids make snowmen. Like oh, okay. Snowflakes. So yeah. you make snowflakes, sorry. Yeah, so for you folks out there, if you, you know when your kid makes snowflakes, like paper cutouts. Yeah, yeah. Same That's thing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the things I always noticed in all the pictures, though, was that there was marigolds, the flower, the marigolds on all the graves. So I'm like, okay, what is the purpose of the marigolds? This is very cool. It's believed that the spirits of the dead visit the living during the celebration. Of course, we talk about that. The marigolds guide the spirit back to their altars using a vibrant color and scent. Cool. So the marigolds, apparently, because of the color and the scent, draw them back to their altars. Kind of guides them back to where they're supposed to be. I really wish I believed all of this. I, I really do. Like, I think I would be more at ease with dying. Because right now it's like what I'm most afraid of in life. Yeah. But this okay. all seems so nice, you know? So we have to ask a question. I mean, I'm sure we've all been asked this question, right? When you die, what do you want to be? Buried, cremated, or just ashes thrown out to sea or something? Like, what is your thoughts on that? What, where, where are you on that, 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 that plan of what's going to happen to you? See, by that point, I don't care anymore, no, right? I'm with her. I don't care. Like, I'm you know, like, some dead. people get all freaked out, like, oh, if you bury me in a coffin, then bugs no, are eating I, me and I, all I that much, stuff. I'd much rather know, what, what do you two believe happens when you die? Because that's where I'm... See, this is where... That's the, the scary part for yeah, me, because yeah, I'm yeah. scared that it's going to be an eternal black. That you you're say, conscious in an eternal it, black. Like, yeah. not 100% conscious, like here, right, chatting. Yeah, yeah. But that you're aware that you're in an eternal blackness that I've, there's nothing i've passed i've gone back and forth about heaven and spirits and stuff like this because i've seen things or i haven't seen things personally myself but i've seen like some stories or documentaries and stuff like this about like spirits and like you know the afterworld and things like that so it's 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 a tough area you know what i mean you can hear people like oh i saw the light and they came back and or things, you know, spirits will like be present and moving things around in a house. So it's like, okay, how do you Yeah, explain, I even, you I even watched the Netflix thing that, that, that they just put out. Right. But. Like, how do you explain some of these things? If there's no uh, spirits uh, past death, then how do you explain some of these things? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like, how do you explain UFOs? If you don't believe in UFOs, but how do you explain some of these, these sightings? What do you think, you know what Mark? Mean? About what? Death. What happens after death? Like, what, what's your your thought process of that one i think you go away and some people will be very sad no dude but uh, where do you go i don't know Nobody knows. <laughs> but that's my question what do you think happens do you I think you go to heaven or hell or do you think like no it's a black light and you're done i think you create your own heaven right here on earth uh, oh my god you're not answering the question <laughs> at all you're right <laughs> <laughs> and i have no it, idea i you can't well what is it what's it called the 21 grams is that what the name of it the movie uh, between living and death suddenly the body loses 21 grams okay i didn't know that really really yeah what happens with those 21 grams that's probably your soul i guess it's trying to say that's what they're trying to Where say it yes. isn't it the air that you're breathing that suddenly yeah, you lungs. don't breathe anymore but your yeah. lungs so you yeah. maybe have 21 grams yeah. of air inside yeah. of you oh yeah i like the there was a television series called babylon 5 okay and they asked what are we we are the universe made manifest. It is the universe trying to learn mm-hmm. from us mm-hmm. what there is. And we are receptacles of this universe actually learning more and more and more. Okay. And we are part of this big, huge, ongoing learning process. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You still didn't yeah, answer to me. What happens when you good. close your eyes and he's, you're dead? He's good. You're, you're gone. He's good. Gone where? Do you think it's an eternal black too? That yeah. nothing else happens after? As far as I know, I have I've not uh, heard otherwise. That it's See, just no, just no. It, it's it's it is it's a weird question. So I was just kind of curious to see what you guys were. Yeah, it's really scary for me. I didn't break into like you know some serious. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty minutes later. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, yeah. So the last fact I got here for you guys is the food offerings and um, that they put on the altars and stuff like this is actually the the nutrients of that food is con- they believe is consumed by the souls of their deceased friend, their family or friends. And so what they do is they actually eat the food later on that they've offered during the day. And they feel like basically all the nutrients are gone because the deceased person has taken all the nutrients out of the food. So that's what they believe. And a sugary, fluffy loaf called the Day of the Dead Bread, which also is known as... Pan de Muerto. Pan de Muerto. Pan de Muerto. Bread of the Dead. Right, right. Pan de Muerto. I will try this. It looks so good in the picture. It has anise in it. I don't like it. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? It's yeah, like, I went online I and looked. Know that. Yeah. No way. Oh, why are they putting these in bread? Well, I don't oh. know. That just ruined it for me now. Yep. Sorry. Why? Oh. why? You don't like licorice? Yeah, but not in bread. I don't like licorice. You know what I mean? I like it in a cocktail or something, but not in bread. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Depends how much. There we go. It's true. It's true. Anyways, yeah. So there's some cool facts about Day of the Dead. So uh, that's, and by the way, if you want some other cool facts, go back and watch or listen to some watch. Hello, Craig. We haven't done a video in like ever or ever, ever. Anyways, uh, yeah, go back and listen to some of the previous Day of the Dead shows we've done in the past. So for some more cool facts. And so, yes, that is the show. So let's tell everybody who we are. We are www.tikicentralcanada.ca. Or .com. There you go. And on that main page, you will have all the information about this episode, including Mark's adventures, where we'll put the link to the interview that we all are curious to listen to and see what is the best drink at the bar. I am curious. Yeah. I am. It's going to drive me nuts now. And then Tiki Tiki save lives. Yeah. I uh, want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Is yeah, it a yeah. charity type thing? That would be telling. That would be giving away the answer. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Can't give it up. That's right. You have to listen to the show. That means you're going to have to go and listen to that at the interview that Mark did with him. So that means you're going to have to go on the website. And, and by the way, thank you, Dwayne, if you're listening to this. Oh, of course he's listening. Of course he's listening to it. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. So there's uh, some more information from Mark's adventures. We also do have a recipe and episode page, which is crazy easy to navigate through. Uh, click on the link, brings you down to where you want to go, and then click on the arrow, brings you back to the top. We also do have our subscribe page, so please do subscribe. Please, 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 please. Yeah, so we can actually you know pay for all the gas and the McDonald's uh, drive-through that we did to get here. <laughs> great, great reason for you to be helping us. There we go. Yeah. Well, maybe some of the alcohol that came along with us. Okay, I'm not going to argue about that one. No, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and of course, we have our cooling page where we'll have that new minimal, minimalistic. Is that how you say it? Minimalistic. Yeah. Thank you. See, it's English and she even does better than I do. I, just, <laughs> I don't understand that concept. I don't understand that. Whatever. Hey, when it comes to cocktails, I'm, I know them all, though. So there you go. So, yep, yeah, there, there you go. go. Yeah, I do have my knowledge. I do have my knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yes. Yeah, so, folks, we're going to go off and make some drinks because we are live at Paula's house. This is the first time we've been together in who knows how long it's been. Yeah. Forever, it seems like. Yeah, I know. It's like we're in just different rooms and everything before, so it's so strange. But anyways, yes, we're going to go off and make some drinks, and uh, of course, listen to the next show, guys, and thank you for listening to our show. See ya! Aloha! Ciao! Alright! Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys! Hey, guys! Where's my drink? But full deck is not terrible. What do you think? Would you order a full deck? <laughs> I'd never work with a full deck. See? There you go. <laughs> never plays with the full, Mark never plays with a full deck. <laughs> that, means you're, that means you're missing a few cards. Yeah. Oh, right. it does? Yeah. If you're yeah. Not oh, you never heard it? Oh, wait. This is like a yeah, term she's never yeah. heard before. Yeah. So that means, yeah. You're not playing with a full deck. Yes. So, um, so you're cheating. No, no. It means you're, you're a bit slow. Okay. So Mark. <gasps> Mark, let's give her some other acronyms of that one. Okay, so uh, the lights are on, but nobody's home. Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh, so um, you're dumb. Yeah, and what's the other ones I've heard too? Um, not the brightest light in the tree. Not the sharpest tool in the in the shed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's right.